Hello, this is Mary Lee, and you're listening to On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor podcast, a Bachelor fanatics review and analysis of all your favorite Bachelor contestants. Okay, so we're back. Oh my gosh, last week was crazy for me uh, personally. I had a little injury. Um, don't cook uh, with boiling water at the front of your stove. Okay, lesson learned, guys. Don't do it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm sorry I haven't gotten this podcast out to you guys sooner. Um, but I have uh, my producer here, and she and I are finally recording what happened in Santiago, Chile, and Lima, Peru. So this is going to be a short update, uh, 30 minutes of your time or so. And then at the end, I'm going to share with you a ton of Bachelor Nation updates. So stay tuned for those. Have you ever been on vacation and just wish you had someone with a better camera, with a better eye, who could capture that perfect photo for your memory? Well, now you can. There's an app called Flytographer. And let me tell you, they're freaking amazing. So I use fly photographer on my trip to Honolulu with my husband, and I cannot recommend them enough. Going on their website, I was able to pick a photographer of a number of photographers. I was able to see their past work, and then I was able to even pick the shooting location. Often the photographer would recommend other locations or time of day. And so in this one space, I was able to pick a photographer, see their rate, and schedule everything in one app. So with this code, you can book your fly photographer shoot anywhere in the world. I'm talking anywhere from Rome to Paris to Fiji, wherever you want to go. The code is Merrily Green. That's M-A-R-I-L-E-E green with an E at the end. And with this, you can get $50 off your next shoot. So wherever you're going on your next vacation, use Fly Photographer. They're freaking amazing and you won't regret it. Ever feel like you have nothing to wear? Like every day you look in your closet and all your clothes look boring and not interesting and you just want something different to wear, right? Well, that's where Rent the Runway comes in. I have been using Rent the Runway since 2017 and actually well before then. Um, But they have this awesome program called Rent the Runway Unlimited, which means that all the time you have a rotating wardrobe in your closet. So here's how it works. Rent the Runway will ship to you via UPS four items. And at any given time, you have you know, as many items of those four items, you wear those four items and then you return them. And immediately you pick out four new items. So at all times you have four new pieces to your wardrobe. Rent the Runway has everything from designer handbags and jewelry uh, to the most beautiful coats and sweaters. And of course, what they're originally known for is their gowns. So if you have an upcoming event, or if honestly, you just want to wear something awesome to work every single day, use Rent the Runway Unlimited and use my code for, get this, $100 off your 30-day trial. That's $100. So that's normally Rent the Runway is $150 a month. Now it would be $50 for your first month. Use my code, and this is the long one, RTRFAM. 525A87. 
I'll say that again, for $100 off your first month, it's RTRFAM525A87. All right, get to it. You will thank me later. All right, so Peter goes to Chile. Um, I love this. It totally makes sense that he wants to go to Latin countries because he has a little bit of Latin in him with his mother being from Cuba. Um, so, you know, the, the day or the episode starts out with all the girls sitting around a table. I should note they're drinking Pisco Sours. So if you've never heard of it, look it up. It's spelled P-I-S-C-O. Um, and it is the national drink of both Chile and Peru. So fun fact. Um, uh, so yeah, anyway, I don't know if you guys recognize that, but, uh, they're really good. And, uh, I thought that was a cute little thing they did. Um, but immediately he takes Hannah Ann on a date and guys, I just, I could not get on board with this date. She said things like, you know, most people, they stay in the shallow waters of life and you'll only catch minnows in the shallow waters of life. I was like over my head, like, what the heck is this girl saying? This is, this makes her sound more unintelligent. Um, I don't know. I just, I can't, (laughs) I can't get on board with this. That being said, you know, she is a cute energy. She's very cute for 23. Um, and I want to note this for all of you who are like, what the heck? Like, how has she never been in love? Okay. Back in July of 2016, she made the first of several posts in an ode to her boyfriend. And this is what it said. Happy 22nd birthday to this hilarious, fun, outdoorsy, sweet, and supportive boyfriend of mine. I'm so thankful to have you in my life. Can't wait to see, can't wait to see you tonight. Love you. So I'm sorry. Hannah has clearly said love you and I love you to that former boyfriend numerous times. I stalked hard enough that she has several posts in ode to this boyfriend that, oh, he's such a great boyfriend, best boyfriend ever. Um, so I think it's full of crap. All the, everything she's saying about how she's never been in love. I, I think she has this idealized version of what being in love must look like, but I mean, you cannot chalk it up to, oh, it was a small romance because he's from my hometown. I'm sorry, girl right here, I dated someone from my hometown. That doesn't mean it was a small romance. So I just think she's full of crap and, you know, she's playing the game in my mind, trying to go far enough and who knows if she's really feeling anything, but I, my eyes are on her to not being disingenuous. Um, anyway, that being said... That date is finally over and he goes on a group date, which was finally so entertaining. Um, I have to say the producers are really, really smart that they found someone like Kelly and convinced her to stay on the show because she is clearly the smartest woman there. I love when they got the date card and it was written in Spanish. And of course, Kelly translated for them that it said lights, camera, action. And she was the only one. Like, no one else could speak Spanish. So props to Kelly again. Um, I'm huge, uh, a huge Kelly fan. Um, yeah. And I just think she was so mature but also hilarious on this date. They finally showed us funny things she says, like, 
uh, Gilf, Grandma I'd like to fantasy sweet with. And, oh, this was the best. And she was like, incest is best. Um, like, literally, you could use those quotes for anything. And they're amazing. It, it is bachelor gold. I'm so glad you, know? you wrote these quotes down because I had forgotten about some of them and they are solid gold. <laughs> oh, they are. I mean, like, also her delivery, of course, was great. Yeah. But just her wittiness to be on this ridiculous date and steal cam, you know, Peter away and be like, I'm the little Buella uh, or grandma, whatever the term is for. Abuela is, yeah. Abuela. <laughs> right she's like I'm gonna make Peter fall in love with the grandma and she like changed the script I, I just thought it was great um yeah so I also have to note not only is Kelly intelligent and witty she also has great style she wore a like white jean white tank with a tan sweater and boots and I was like ah she looks so chic like thank you for showing chic fashion that's not revealing on television um, and teaching these young girls how to dress. <laughs> so I, That sounds so weird to say, but sometimes I think people just need to be surrounded by people who dress well to know what normal good fashion is. And Kelly and Natasha are like my fashion queens on this season. Um, so anyway, major Kelly fan. Uh, also, just random. Tammy, Chelsea, I don't know if you agree with this. She gives me major Aquafina vibes. Yeah, a little bit. Her sense of humor. She's like almost like a bro. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys don't know who Aquafina is, she's this hilarious comedian. She plays the best friend in um, Crazy Rich Asians. She was also recently in a film. Um, what was it called? Not The Visitor, The Departed. Like Basically, home. she's the lead in a film with um, where like her grandma was dying in China and she travels to China. Anyway, she's amazing in it. She was nominated for a Golden Globe. I think she won that Golden Globe. But then got snubbed at the Oscars. Anyway, that's who Aquafina is. Please tell me, do you guys see it? Tammy and Aquafina? I think they're so similar. Yeah. Um, um, I think it was called The Farewell. Yes, The Farewell. The Farewell is the film she did. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, we're not going to see much more of Tammy, thankfully, yeah. eventually. Although mm -hmm. I did really enjoy her this season. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed her presence a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's right for Peter, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know what I, I loved, I'm glad that Chris Harrison finally came on a date and he was himself. And so I, I think the highlight for me was that Chris Harrison joined the telenovela and like wore a mustache. Mm -hmm. So honestly, this was one of the best group dates of the entire season. Mm -hmm. I think this will be one of the clips when they show at the women tell all of like all the bloopers. They're totally going to show clips from this episode. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. And I should also note um, Natasha looked killer. Um she also looked very chic. Kelsey looked really cute. She wore like a black mini skirt that has zipper in the front, all black. Like I was just like, these three girls know how to dress. They're so cute. And I should note, they're the oldest women in the show. So <laughs> come on, ladies. These younger girls need some help, but that's okay. Mm. Um, 
Anyway, then we get to the Victoria one-on-one date with Peter, and we're still in Santiago at this point. Um, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to get to this later, but like Peter tells everyone that he misses them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just catching it like all the time. He like the girl will run to him or he'll run to the girl. And he says, I missed you. And like, oh, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, is this real, Peter? Because you just say these same words over and over again. I don't know. I think it's really annoying. It reads as disingenuous because he says it to so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I do think he has a lot of chemistry with Victoria like on a friend level and on a sexual level, he's always touching her. They're always laughing. Um, yeah. And look, we're seeing the drama. It's clearly a semi tumultuous relationship. <laughs> I just think she's pretty insecure and that's causing some of this drama. Um, she's doubting, she's fearing things. And so that causes her to pull back. And then he has to like, you know, walk two steps forward because she's retracted. So, um, yeah, it's a really interesting like push and pull that they have. And, and by interesting, I think it's pretty real. I think this is probably as normal. Okay. So I don't know if I say normal, y'all are gonna be like, what kind of relationship do you have merrily? But, um, (laughs) in some ways I think this is, accurate to the push and pull that any couple has in the beginning of a relationship. In my opinion, if there's no conflict there, there's not enough going on in the two people's emotions. And um, I think with Victoria, she kind of brings it out in Peter that she has all these emotions and feelings. And so it causes her to push and pull, which causes him to push and pull. And let's be honest, at this point, he totally could have eliminated her. He could have eliminated her at their first, you know, the Chase Wright dinner when she kind of went crazy in the corner and cried. He could have eliminated her on this date when she left the table to run to the bathroom. I I feel like he is vibing with her energy. And all I can say is I don't think we're getting the full picture because we never are. Um, And I think their energy together or their chemistry is palpable. Um, So, yeah, that's what I have to say about Santiago. I don't know if uh, my producer has any other thoughts. And then I'm going to get to Lima. Yeah, I think this episode, I mean, it was like the fifth, the fourth and fifth hours of content that we got that week. So, honestly, I was just like, taking it in like, all right, this seems like a normal episode. Like, whereas last week was pretty crazy. This is finally like what I would expect on a Monday night. So it felt kind of nice to get back to more of the format of the show. The two one-on-ones, the group date, like it felt pretty normal. Not too much drama, although there was a little... Yeah, and if any producers are listening, like, I love The Bachelor. Don't get me wrong. Seen every episode. We'll continue to see every episode. But, man, please don't force me to watch five to six hours of Bachelor content a week. Like, as it Unless is. Unless it's paradise. Watch... No, even then. I don't want to watch it twice a week. Like, I want to <laughs> see it once a week. I yeah, want to have my appointment television. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, enjoy it. And then I want to go back and rewatch it. 
and like, you know, get other nuggets out of that episode. And then I want to think about it. And then I want to follow people's social media, but giving me five to six hours of television a week. Oh my God. Like, when do I have time for my own life? You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, um, all right. Well, finally they go to Lima. I'm so glad they went to Lima. So on a personal note, um, I went to Lima about two years ago and I loved it. Um, I, I really loved it. Um, I had to go there for work, so this wasn't like a pleasure trip. Uh, but you always have to sneak pleasure in. Okay. Little tip. If you ever have a work trip anywhere, freaking eat an awesome meal or like do one small touristy thing in the teeny bit of time you have, even at the airport or like the night before work or right before you leave, extend your flight a little bit so you can have a good meal. I just think it's so worth it. So, um, I know he stayed at like the Swiss hotel and I think I stayed like right next door to it. So I was like, I don't know. It was just really cool to be like, Oh, I've been there. Okay. Um, but so they go to Lima and he immediately has a date with Madison. And you know, one thing I will note about Madison is she is just full of joy And I think that's what makes her so intoxicating is she's so joyful to watch. She herself has this like beautiful inner joy that just comes out whenever she's around with anyone. Um, And I think that's awesome. Um, Now going into how their date was and what do I think about how that all went down, you know, she expressed to him that her dad has a really strong relationship with the Lord and that he leads their family really well. And she, you know, I think these are kind of vague terms, but she just said that faith is her whole life. Well, you know what? I know people who are Jewish and they might say the same thing. Like faith is my whole life because maybe it takes their social life or maybe it takes their Saturday or their Sunday. Um, well for Jews, it's Friday and Saturday for Christians. It's Sunday. But, um, you know, and there's so many other faiths and religions as well. And you, most faiths have a holy day. Um, but to just say it's my whole life. I feel like she could have, um, been more detailed in her uh, description of what that looks like for her, you know? Um, and granted, maybe she did. And the producers just editing that out. But I just wish she had said things like, you know, faith is my whole life. Um, I spend, not only Sundays at church, but I volunteer here or I'm in this group or um, X, Y, and Z, or this is how I spend my time. Um, I I just think I wanted to know more because it sh- I think if she had shared more, it would have pushed him away more. That's my honest gut feeling about this. So let me give you a little personal note. Uh, not that you're asking for it, but... Um, Here's where this is coming from. I think when you're in a new relationship, sometimes a lot of people don't want to show their true selves because they're afraid if they really put it all, all their cards out of like who they really are, people will, you know, go away and they won't like who they really are. Well, years ago I dated a guy and I knew he was not Christian. And, um, if you've been listening to this for a while, you know, I'm a Christian, but if not, um, I'm a Christian and, um, I very much in some ways feel like Madison, the way she feels about her faith. Uh, well, I dated this particular guy and, um, 
I brought him to a wedding, no less, a, a very Christian wedding uh, where, you know, not only obviously we prayed, but, um, you know, the bride and groom both raised their hand to Jesus in the worship portion of the this, uh, service and the audience, several of the people in the ceremony raised their hands. So it was a very like outward, um, just outward vision of faith of like, I am looking to a higher power in this wedding ceremony, which often you don't see, um, you know, in like a Catholic ceremony or something. So all that to say, um, in my personal life, that didn't work out. And I think that person realized how deep faith meant to me and what that really looked like. And that scared him away. And you know what? I'm so glad because we were not the right people for each other. We were so far from the right people for, for each other. But in a month of dating, it seemed like we were great for each other, like really great for each other on so many levels. But that's the core of who I am. And so he wasn't right for me. So I'm saying this to say, I think Madison is really doing herself a disservice here. And I, I cannot wait to see how it plays out, um, on hometowns and fantasy suites if she gets that far. Um, but she really needs to reveal her, her true colors and detail. I think if this is ever going to work out and if it doesn't work out, then at least she knows. So that was a lot on Madison, but um, I think it's it's just interesting to take a step back and wherever you fall on the spectrum to think about how you present yourself versus who you really are and how in the long run you're going to do yourself a better service if you truly present yourself as you really are. So anyway, um, <laughs> that being said, um, he then has a date with Natasha. I loved this. I'm so glad she finally got a date. <sighs> um, just because I wanted to see more of Natasha. Like, let's be real. I think we all knew they were not going to get married, but there was no way Natasha was like going to, you know, the fantasy suite or something. But uh, like she's such a cool girl and I love she's very cute too you know like she stared at the date card for a bit she was really hopeful and sweet and um I just really like her story of who she is um so if you don't remember she has three other brothers she's the baby so she's one of four kids um and she shared with Peter that uh her last boyfriend broke up with her because she was too intense so I thought that was so vulnerable of her and vulnerable in like a normal way, you know, like she's having her first real date with this guy and she's trying to let him know, like, here are, here's something about me that could be my pitfall, but I want you to know this is who I am. Like I'm intense and this, and I'm just going to be myself. And he's clearly seen the fun side of her and the intense side of her. And I think she's just totally put herself on the line and, um, asked very real questions at the dinner portion of the date. Um, and she asked him, she's like the first person to ask this. She said, if we were to end up together, what do you think our life would look like? Oh my God. It was like the first time that has been posed to Peter. Like it's one thing if Peter poses that to the girls, which he should be doing, but I'm so proud of her. And, and in a normal way, like this is what a, a woman should be asking a man, you know, what would our life look like together? So, um, 
all the moral of the story is Natasha's amazing. Uh, would love to have her on the podcast. Um, fellow New York City girl. And um, I think she's just going to crush it in life. You know, I, I'm not sure if she's going to be the next bachelorette or go to paradise. Um, yeah, I have no idea what her following is going to look like in the future, but I think she seems awesome. So, um, yeah. I completely agree. She's She slowly became one of my favorites in the house. And there's no way she's not at least going to paradise. I mean, I would love to see her as bachelorette. Um, and it was a little sad when he sent her home yeah. at the end of that date. But, I mean, it wasn't a huge surprise. They had shared, like, I've seen, like, one or two kisses on camera, whereas, like, he is fully like dry humping Victoria F was like or like Sydney you know I mean I was like I wasn't surprised totally Um, but I'm glad he kept her along um or around longer than someone like the other Victoria mm -hmm. or some of these other girls he might have been more and I can't say he wasn't sexually into Natasha because she's gorgeous hello um yeah but it just didn't seem like they had a ton of like sexual chemistry that being said, she was an awesome person to be around. She grounded him. She's wiser than him. And I think that was needed. So uh, hold on a second. I have a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that ring, guys. Um, so Kelly. Well, okay. I should briefly go over the Kelsey date. Kind of. I'm not very memorable. You know, they ran up a mountain. They made out. You know, I think he likes making out with Kelsey and she's stunning. I mean, like drop dead gorgeous. Um, So I'm not surprised that he wants to just make out with her. And she is totally like on paper, everything he's looking for. So to me, this makes sense. Do they really have a ton of chemistry? I don't really think so. Um, But I think she really likes him. Um, I believe her 100%. I just think... I don't even, it's like Peter has someone in front of him who is actually pretty wonderful and (laughs) that's not who he wants. That's how I look at Kelsey. Like to me, Kelsey is actually a really logical and like, okay, I'm going to say sexual. She's gorgeous. I don't think he would like hate making out with her for life. And she's also a really logical choice because she genuinely wants to get married. She's very intense. She is deep. She has feelings. She's accomplished. Like, she's a perfect option for him. But I think she's going to be, like, the opposite of what he really wants. So that's my note on Kelsey. Um, Again, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know spoilers, but I just don't see it in the cards. Um, And this is not from her edit. This is just my thoughts watching it right um but anyway they get to the three-on-one date with kelly victoria and hannah and okay so no joke as we go into this date i was like i have no freaking idea what's gonna happen because i really didn't think kelsey and peter had a stronger connection than kelly victoria p and hannah ann so i thought going into this whole episode it was going to be obviously madison got the date not surprised and then i thought for sure it would be you know, Victoria P, Hannah Ann, and Kelly. I was like, those are the final four. Well, Victoria so F. The, sorry, Kelly, Victoria F, not P. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so seeing Kelsey get the rose, I was like, okay, now I'm 
really confused. <laughs> um, like, can he give five roses? No, I, I don't know. So anyway, look, Kelly, freaking, I want to like toot her horn. She's going to have a huge head, but I don't care. Um, Kelly, you're just like freaking like bachelor gold. Like I'm trying to think in my mind who, who I've loved. Well, there's a lot of people from the seasons I've loved. I think you're on par with like, you're on par with like Caitlin Bristow and Jillian Harris to me. Um, so far. Um, yeah. Raven Gates. I also really like I'm trying to think of like my favorite pe- people in bachelor nation ever. Obviously Kayla Quinn. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think, um, Kelly is gold and like such an awesome person. She's basically said to Peter, like every time I'm with you, I have fun. I really like you. It's easy. And she made such a strong point that not every relation has to be jumping through hurdles and has to be super hard that a relationship can be easy and that's good. And oh my gosh, Kelly for the wisdom card. Like, (laughs) I mean, clearly she has been around healthy relationships because that's what healthy relationships are, you know, like it should be relatively easy, at least how you feel about each other. Spending time together should be like carefree and easy that it, you know, you're not overthinking it. And I think this was her way of saying, Peter, maybe some of these relationships you have to overthink, but like with us, it's pretty seamless and easygoing and we really like each other's company and we are attracted to each other and that's all good. So that's enough information to move forward. Um, and you know what? Like Peter, again, it's like, Peter, where is your head at? You know, like the fact that he, you know, spoiler alert, he doesn't pick Kelly. I, it just like it shocked me. Um, <laughs> I don't know if other people were shocked, you know, and as far as the edit she was getting on this episode with like, I'm a lawyer, I'm smart, he should pick me. Come on, guys. This is all editing. They were totally like clipping things in that she was probably saying in a different context of like, well, okay, look, you cannot take out a context that she said, I'm a lawyer. What are these other girls? She did say that. All right. However, she's probably making a joke of it to producers. Like, hey, guys, look, I mean, I'm pretty confident. I'm great. I'm a catch. I know he likes me or has liked me up to this point. So why would he not pick me? Like she's his equal. She's not, you know, figuring out herself. She has her life pretty well, you know, set and going for her. So I was just so annoyed with this date. And then, you know, look, it was a cute setting. They went to this beautiful little winery in Lima, I love the sweet old man who gave a little toast to them and shared that a lot of his family got married there. Um, it was a, honestly a classic bachelor date. Um, you know, I don't have too much to say about Hannah Ann and Victoria at this point. <sighs> Hannah Ann with her little note and like her, you know, middle school writing, you know, with her heart says her eye. <laughs> Oh my God. I was just thinking like he is eating up this like childhood romance. He is like, it's like the movie um, to all the boys I ever loved or something like that. Am I saying that right? I forget. 
to all the boys I've loved before. Right. Okay. So this felt like a scene out of that movie. <laughs> like watching, by the way, it's on Netflix. If you don't know, um, there's two of them, but I was like, what the heck? Like, she's like writing a little note. Like, I love that you do this. I love that you do that. Which, by the way, has nothing to do with his character. It's just like little quirks that you say to someone when you're like crushing on them. Like in a a very like, I hate to say immature, but I don't know. I don't even know if I ever thought those things when I first started dating my husband. So it just seems very childish and not deep as far as reasons to like someone that I don't know. I just, I can't get on board with this relationship. It just seems weird. Um, but very sweet. The Hannah Ann did it. You know, it's the thought that counts. They say, um, so yeah, I think it was going to be hard for him to turn her away after getting a note like that. I think had she not done that, I don't know if she would have gone on. I think Hannah Ann was one of those girls. He was like, yeah, she's super hot. I'm really into her. I don't know if you, I was like really falling in love with her though. Um, so I'll get to that in a second, but, and then the whole Victoria P thing, I'm thinking, dude, you just had a date with her, a second date with her. I know she seems like drama the way it's all being edited. And honestly, the relationship has a lot of drama, but I would have been shocked if he didn't like keep her at least till hometowns. So anyway, we have our final four now, not the final four I ever thought. I think originally we predicted like Sarah in the final four. <laughs> I mean, clearly both Chelsea and I were incredibly wrong with that as were a lot of people in bachelor nation, but um, final four going to be Madison, Victoria F, um, Hannah Ann and uh, Kelsey. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah. Anyway, just quick predictions before I get into Bachelor Nation updates. I really, at this point, am feeling that Victoria is getting the edit for the win. So that's just how I feel at this point. So you might be like, what the heck? I don't understand. And listening to this, like, no, 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 no way. It's all about Madison or it's all about, I don't know who else it would be besides Madison, right? Everyone thinks it's Madison. Um, at this point, I'm really feeling the Victoria edit because they're showing such um, like ups and downs. They're showing... Um, you know, at the very end of the episode, they show like a little clip in the credits and that clip was from his date with Victoria and how they were walking around and he was eating meat and she was kind of laughing and joking that he had the meat sweats and um, she was like, I'm a vegetarian and okay, I guess I'd eat meat for Peter once. All right, I'd do it once. And just like watching them in like a normal kind of situation, I sense like genuine chemistry and it's moments like that that I'm like, okay, this I believe. Like this, what I see going on here, I believe. Um, one last thing to note with why I think it could be Victoria. So I watched a Build interview that Peter did. Build is like this series that they interview people in New York and it's live. They have a live audience. And Peter did this little interview. And this is recent, obviously. 
And I watched the entire thing. It was maybe 30 minutes long. And at the end, you know, someone asked a question like, Peter, would you do a televised wedding? And I think he said something like, ah, yeah, maybe. And then he joked. It was kind of like, you know, when you're talking and you're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. And maybe we'll go to the, you know, to the drive-in movie. And like you add in something else, like off the cuff. Okay, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like say you're like, oh, yeah, we'll go get coffee. And like you make a little jab at someone or a little inside joke. So his little like jab inside joke right after he said, yeah, maybe I'd do it. He was like, and maybe Chase Rice. He said like with Chase Rice. Okay, so I'm clinging to that. I'm clinging to that, which <laughs> might be a little like ridiculous. But um, why else would he say that? Unless in his mind he's like, God, wouldn't that be crazy if I got married to Victoria on TV with Trace Rice? Because let's be real. It wouldn't matter if Chase Rice was there and it was Madison or Hannah Ann. No one would give two craps. So I think it's Victoria, but we'll find out. Okay, now for Bachelor News. Okay, so if you all remember from Bachelor in Paradise Season 4, Raven Gates and Adam Gothchalk got together. They're now engaged, and it is out. They are getting married this May, May 30th. Um, I listened to an interview that Raven did where she just discussed, um, you know, what's been going on in her life and leading up to the wedding. And um, it's going to be an interfaith ceremony. And she mentioned that her girl in Dallas is Alexa. Come on. You guys have to remember the dolphin girl, right? Is it a shark? Is it a dolphin? (laughs) That's Alexa. The one who had like a boob anniversary who like gave Nick Vial a cake on the anniversary of her boob job. Yeah. That same girl. By the way, she's hilarious. She has a whole like hoops by Alexa. They're pretty cute. And her videos are hilarious. So, Alexa will be at Raven and Adam's wedding, as will likely Tia, who, if you're curious to know, Tia recently just left Arkansas and she's moving to Nashville. So along with like a fourth of Bachelor Nation, she'll be in Nashville. If you're curious, Tia's still single. So if you're listening to this and you know some attractive, eligible bachelors in Nashville, I'm sure Tia will date them. Um, okay. I mean, who knows, right? Um, okay. Other updates, Sarah Heron, uh, from Sean Lowe's season. She was this really sweet girl. Um, she was kind of shy and I hate bringing it back to a disability, but she does have one arm. Although she has live in her life as if it's not a hindrance, as if it's, it's this like thing on her to propel her to do incredible, amazing things. Well, one of those amazing things is that she recently climbed Mount Everest. Yeah. So, um, anyway, go check her out. Um, her Instagram page is Sarah Heron, Sarah with an H H E R R O N. Um, she has some awesome photos up. Um, and I think she only had a few months to prepare for this. Um, but it's really encouraging and inspiring. And she is just definitely someone from Bachelor Nation to um, to watch and to see what their life is. So maybe we'll even have her on the podcast one day. Maybe. I don't know. 
Um, another person from Bachelor Nation that you might have forgotten about, Lily McNamus. So Lily was on Bachelor Winter Games. Um, if you all remember, she's from New Zealand. And uh, she dated a guy from Bachelor Australia. I'm literally blanking on his name right now. But I'll get it. Um, anyway, they were really, really cute. They dated for about a year on the show and then or off the after the show, I should say, broke up. But now Lily is the bachelorette in New Zealand. So if you're curious um, and you want to see how the bachelorette in New Zealand's going, her name's L-A-L-Y and then McManus. Um, so, yeah, check that out. I, I really would love to find a way that we can watch the bachelor in other countries. So if you've heard of this and if you know anything, please write me on the Instagram page. Again, that's on the wings of love podcast. Um, but yeah, I so want to see other bachelors in other countries cause they are all over. And one small bit of update. Um, so Sean Johnson, the Olympic gymnast, um, she lives in Nashville with her husband, Andrew East, and they started a couples podcast. Well, I went to the page and I noticed there they've only had like three interviews and two of them are Bachelor Nation couples. So they did uh, an interview with Caitlin and Jason, um, Caitlin Bristow, who was, you know, our former bachelorette. And then they did another one with Carly and Evan, who were on Bachelor in Paradise season three. And they're married now. So, um, honestly, I really love the interview with Carly and Evan. I would definitely recommend you guys check that out. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was kind of a nice insight into what Evan's life is like. So if you remember, he had an erectile dysfunction business. Um, well, I found out that he sold that business about two years ago. So he no longer has like a, a series of companies that he I, you know, honestly, I'm kind of confused what, how he managed the business, but he just said he would travel a lot and he had to get more clients and it was a lot of time on the road and with, uh, a family of three boys from a previous marriage and then now Carly and their two children, it was just a lot. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, I'm not really sure what Evan does now. He didn't really go into detail with that. Um, but they live in Nashville as well. And then Carly uh, is a mom now to two. Um, she recorded in the past some songs. So, you know, if you remember, she's a singer. Um, so, but really, they're just kind of a sweet couple. And it was refreshing hearing, like, you know, they both, like, interrupted each other a lot. And um, they shared that they go to couples therapy. And they were really real. I think that they were sharing things without, like, a front or filter. And it was just a really refreshing podcast to listen to. So anyway, if you're curious to check that out, um, Sean Johnson, her podcast with her husband is called, um, it's called Couple Things with Sean and Andrew. So check out the episode with Carly and Evan. If there's anyone from Bachelor Nation who you would like to know more about, write me and I can do a segment on them. So these, this little segment right here where I'm going through some updates in Bachelor Nation, um, these are just some interesting things that, you know, aren't in the media. It's not in the news, but 
I'm just following their platforms and finding this out and sharing it all to you guys. But if there's some people in Bachelor Nation that you would love to know more about, please write to us at On the Wings of Love podcast. Send us a DM and uh, let me know who we can feature next time. On the Wings of Love is hosted by me, Marilee Green, produced by Chelsea Dick-Smith, with music by Purple Planet. Thanks so much for listening to On the Wings of Love. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, On the Wings of Love, a bachelor's podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at On the Wings of Love podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. We would love to have your reviews, and I'll see you guys next time.